nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. And nobody circles the podcast like we do here at Brody Sports Talk, as it is Season 3, Episode 170. I am your host, Caleb Walgren, and... Wait. What? Why is Derek breaking a table? Why? Don't... You don't have to jump on the table, Derek. It's okay. Oh, I, he seems happy about it. Let me let me go catch up with him. Derek, how are you doing? Oh, let's do this! It's the Bills Mafia. Absolutely. So, first things first, I gotta start with the MVP of the Bills this past season, and that is Josh Allen. How can I say too many things about Josh Allen? I can't. He dominated so much for this team this year. 4,400 passing yards, 36 touchdowns to 15 interceptions, and 763 yards on the ground with another six rushing touchdowns. Josh Allen has developed so much in his time in the league. I think there were people that thought he might have ended up being a bust early in his career, but clearly he has showed that that is wrong. He has been nothing short of fantastic the last two years. He is a franchise staple for these Buffalo Bills, and man, oh man, did I wish that we could have seen him get the ball one more time in the playoffs. <laughs> in part because I wanted to just inject a little bit more chaos into the end of that game between them and the Chiefs. He's must-see football. I enjoy seeing him every time he's out there. But I also know it was rough for him early in his tenure in the league. Uh, Derek, what, what do you kind of want to say about Josh Allen? Okay, so Josh Allen is amazing, and my hope is that he is not a short-lived NFL quarterback. So he has the talent to to be around for a long time, but as much as he runs over the last few seasons, I'm worried about the hits that he has taken. So he is the second leading rusher on his, his team by only a about 110 yards. So Devin Singletary had 870. He had 763. Um, he took, what, 26 sacks last season, not even to mention the uh, number of times he was, you know, hit when he was running. Um, we can see his passer um, skills. So 36 touchdowns. That's a lot of touchdowns in the in a year um you know a lot of those come come from oh no he's about to run and just tossing it over the top of a linebacker or something like that um so my hope is that they start to transition him from a running quarterback to a scrambling quarterback to maybe in a few years a mobile quarterback where he's just moving within the pocket and they get him some help when it comes to running the ball, because uh, I'm worried about all the hits that he's taken. And I know he's young, 
but I don't want a big injury to happen to him that can lead us to Josh Allen not being the Josh Allen that we know and love on the Bills. I think that's completely fair. We all know that he does get hit fairly often, but I also know that he is... He's got good size, 6'5", 237. Yeah. You know, compared to some of the other quarterbacks in the league, he should be able to take a hit. Um, that doesn't mean he can take every hit, but I think that there's a lot of good things in what is in store for him. And I would argue, despite some of the accolades that his draft class has around him, that he is the best quarterback that was taken in the 2018 NFL draft. That's probably true. Um, Let's go ahead and move over to our next segment. So, Caleb, I know that you have a loving family. And so when you come home from the grocery store, um, does your family come out and, and assist you with bringing the groceries in? Does everybody get like a sack to take in? Absolutely. Uh, you know, yeah. some of the small kids, they might only be able to take one or two. And yeah. then, you know, if I'm carrying the load, I, you know, I should probably have at least seven or more. Yeah. So that's what the Buffalo Bills do. So no one really carries all the sacks when it comes to to the team. But everybody fills the sacks. So the Bills had 42 sacks last season. Uh, led by Mario Addison with seven. But then the next one, uh, next uh, have two people have four. Then there's uh, three and a half, four people with three. Uh, upper <laughs> Boogie Basham, which is one of my favorite names to say, has two and a half. So there wasn't anyone who had 15, 16 sacks. The sacks come from everywhere on that defense. Um, whether it's a defensive end, a defensive tackle, linebacker, uh, even cornerbacks. Uh, Jordan Poyer had, from the safety position had three. Um, Micah Hyde had one last year. Um, Tredavious White from the cornerback position had a half a sack. So they use their defense in a very effective manner to go ahead and bring out those sacks. And once again, not everyone takes, not one particular person takes all of the sacks in, but everyone gets a little bit and everyone's happy at the end of the day. What do you think about the uh, the Bills and their defense and how many sacks they had last year? I do think that 42 sacks is a great number of sacks for a team. I'm really proud of them for being able to find this balance and kind of find different ways to get to the quarterback without having what I would probably describe as a truly elite pass rusher. I mean, even like you said, Mario Addison, who led the team with seven, he didn't start any games. Like, that's all situational, rotating people in. And it, I think one of the reasons that they were able to rack up a lot of sacks is they have a fantastic, fantastic secondary. I I will probably get into that more here in a minute, but I think it sure helps when they can't find anyone open and someone is able to get to the quarterback. You know, it doesn't matter who it is. At some point, the pocket just has to collapse, and you got to get there. 
much like what we see in the in the recent combine where you know you stack all the numbers together and we're talking about hundreds of a second between a really really fast guy and the seventh or eighth fastest person in the combine an extra second or two um where a quarterback cannot find an open receiver is going to lead to some sacks and so you know with rushing the the passer leads to a sped up um quarterback that's going to lead to interceptions so do you want to talk about the the thieves that are in the secondary for the bills absolutely so just a a great secondary there for those buffalo bills it usually i would start with tredavious white i know that he only had one interception this past year he doesn't get targeted all that much he did get hurt he only played 11 games but even with him getting hurt you saw a lot of skill taron johnson had an interception levi wallace had two interceptions and the biggest baddest contributors to this of course, are there two elite safeties? Uh, Jordan Poyer, Micah Hyde both had five. Together as a team, they ended up getting 19 interceptions this past year. That's an mm-hmm. average of over one a game. And when they got to the postseason, they forced two turnovers against the Chiefs, or not the Chiefs, the Patriots, in their playoff win at home. One of them was a beautiful over-the-shoulder interception by Micah Hyde. I've enjoyed him since he came into the league. He has great skills at being able to just go after the ball in the air. It's not something that everyone has, and I just have to, to really give him his kudos and really say that the defensive work that Sean McDermott is doing there is really paying off time and time again. And I just really think that it's fantastic. Um, anything you want to add on that or you just said so eloquently. Um, I want to say that the, the Buffalo bills, even though they have been in the playoffs, uh, several years in a row are a very sneaky playoff team. Uh, I would not want my Broncos to go up against the Bills, um, even if they came to uh, to Denver, uh, because they put together, you look back at their season, you're like, wow, Josh Allen threw for this many yards and had this many touchdowns and uh, ran for this many yards. And then you look at, look at all these sacks that they had 42 sacks last year. And Micah Hyde and Jordan Poyer both had five interceptions. Like, there's work um on in that team and i think that uh that the the buffalo bills even though they were uh, really great in the 90s i really want to see them do something special over the next few years with the talent they have and hopefully they can keep that that talent together so this you could really see the work that uh that the gm that the coach, that the owners have all put into making a brand new football club. Absolutely. It is very interesting to see what the Pagulas have built up there in Buffalo since they took over the ownership and they are trying to build things the right way. 
And speaking of building things the right way, we would like to build our audience the right way. So please give us a five-star review wherever you listen to podcasts. Tell your friends about us. And go ahead and follow us and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. So on behalf of Derek, my name's Caleb Walgren. We hope that you have a wild day. Don't break any tables. And uh, have a good one. Bye. Bye, guys.